This is Skip Hall welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. And now, here's your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Welcome to Heart of the Athlete. I'm glad you're here today. I'm very excited because I've got one of Boise State men's basketball coaches with me today. I have Phil Beckner. And uh, Phil, it's good to have you with us today. Good. I'm glad to be here. Really excited to talk with you. And you're from uh, Arizona. I'm originally from Buckeye, Arizona. Yeah, okay. about 30 minutes west of Phoenix. Wow. And obviously, you must have played basketball. Yep, I did. I grew up, I played in high school, then I played at a small college in Kansas, uh, Kansas Wesleyan, right there in Salina. And then uh, after that, I, I went right into teaching and coaching high school basketball. Oh, nice. Well, hey, it's good to, to go to uh, talk to somebody who's been to Wesleyan School since I'm a Wesleyan guy. So there you are. That's, <laughs> nice. That's kind of interesting. Yep, well, there you go. And then you got into coaching. So let's let's talk about that for a minute. And uh, you you played college ball. Then how did you get into coaching? Well, I, you know, I knew I wanted to. Uh, I, I love the game, and I wanted to be involved with the game as long as I could. So I wasn't good enough to keep playing professionally. So the, the next best thing you do is coach. And uh, I went back home. I got a teaching job in Arizona, where I was from, teaching PE, and I also coached uh, JV boys basketball, and I was the varsity assistant. So then after that, um, I knew I wanted to coach college basketball. So I, I coached two years of high school. Then I got on at Weber State University, yeah. and I was there for seven years. And then um, after that, the Oakland Oklahoma City Thunder hired me. I was there for a year at the University of Nebraska for a year, and then now ended up at Boise, and that's my, you know, obviously my first year here. And you only look like you're 24. You must be older than that, huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm 34. Oh, I, I appreciate that. You're yeah. a very young looking fella. That's just <laughs> like, pre- yeah, ra- well, radio does wonders for well, you. <laughs> yeah, that's, I always tell everybody I have the radio face. Yeah. So, you know, well, that's, well, that's a great story, and that's a great uh, patience in, in that process. But I understand in major college sports, you have to have patience to get on with. I know because one of our sponsors uh, was a quarterback for Boise State, and he is uh, and he led Meridian High School to undefeated season, uh, state champion. Went back and led another team state champion. Went and coached Ellsworth Junior College and led them to champ- championships. And but to get on in major in major level at Boise State one A, and you know I mean the big the big not one A the big the big area instead of the little guys you know. Division two, Division one, being a Division one school, yep. it's just not an easy process, and you have to almost sometimes you have to know somebody, or your credentials have to be sparkly. Absolutely, I think you look at all these coaches now, especially a lot of these guys who are big names in the NCAA tournaments. They all have unique stories. You know, I, I knew someone that knew someone at Weber State, but when I started out coaching there, my first two years, uh, my story was a little bit unique. I, I was a full-time employee with uh, zero pay, pretty much. I, I was, in a way, a volunteer. I was a big member of the staff, had a lot of responsibility, but had to do other things on the side or work other jobs just to keep paying my bills. And since I was a young single guy, you know, I, w- I was able to do that back then. So the question I have for you then, and I'm sure I know the answer, but you would like to move into a head coach someday if if the door is open? Absolutely. I think uh, that's what I'd like to do, whether um, that's, uh, you know, at a, a Boise State someday or another smaller school or something like that. I, I think right now that's the direction I would like to head. Most assistants want to do that. They, well, want, to, they, so. they yeah. want to see if they could sell the ship on their own, you right. know, and, and see if they could run a program and how much success and how many kids they could impact. And I, I think that'd be pretty cool to do someday. So who so who do you mainly work with on the on the team? Because I know there's a whole mess of you guys, assistant coaches. I see the whole bunch of you there. So what is your specialty and what do you work particularly with 
at Boise State. Yeah, I, I would say my two main responsibilities, one is coaching the offensive side of the ball. So I get to help call a lot of our plays and, you know, put in um, the offensive schemes and where we're trying to isolate players and whatnot. And then one of the other main responsibilities I have is player development. And that's probably one of my favorite parts of coaching mm-hmm. as well. And that's working with guys one-on-one after practice. You know, this morning before I came in, uh, two guys were in the gym with me shooting and getting some extra work in. So to be able to do that with guys, it's really fun. I think that's where you develop a relationship with them. Uh, a couple guys that had a lot of success for us this year were like Chandler Hutchison and Justinian yes. Jessup. Oh, yeah. um, you know, those are my guys. I'm with them every day before or after practice, shooting, doing ball handling, encouraging them to put extra work in. And so that's a big part of our program, and that's a big part of what we do here. Well, uh, speaking of Justinian, I don't know Justinian, but he's a Shirtel relative of mine. Okay, he is. He is married. I mean, excuse me. His my nephew Derek Doherty is married to his first cousin. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, and so my family in Oregon are all watching. You got to watch Justinian. You know, he's <laughs> he's Derek's uh, cousin by marriage and stuff. So I haven't met him yet. Yeah, I'm going to marry him. I yep. mean, marry him. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna meet him uh, sometime. But I. I was really proud of that guy, too. Man, I love the way he played. Tremendous I kid. I think his upside is huge. I think his future is bright. Yeah. You know, and uh, man, I, I, you guys had some, I think uh, the future is great with you guys with looking at and these big men rotation and how they looked. And, uh, you know, you'd have Wackard have incredible games, and, and then you'd have Haney have incredible games, yeah. and you'd see the... The big uh, guy from uh, what's his Germany, name? yeah, Robin. Germany, yeah, Robin, Robin and George, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, man, he had some games. It's just, it's kind of amazing watching these guys develop, you know. And, and Nick was just smart. Yeah. Nick is just amazingly smart watching him play, and and to see you guys come together and those little guards. I mean, those little short little. They look short, but they're not yeah. as short <laughs> as people think because everybody else so tall, but yeah. they're so quick, and and so it's going to be interesting. So tell me this and. You just tell me what you can tell me, and I know sometimes you got to be careful. But uh, how does uh, some of the guys coming in next year that none of us know about? How's that look? Well, we're still working on those guys as well. You know, the, the main the main thing we're worried about is getting the players we have right now better. I, I heard a great quote the other day. You'll probably like this one. It said, don't worry about the horses you don't have. Worry about the ponies in the barn. Nice. And uh, nice. so we got some young guys, those little guards you're talking We yes. really want to get all these guys better. But um, as far as guys coming in, we can't comment on them because NCAA rules. But right. I will tell you this. What we look for is high-character, tough kids. We're, we're going to bring in kids that are going to do things the right way Good. on and off the court, yeah. kids that are going to be tough, that want to show Very up good. and put in extra work and do their job on a consistently high level. And when you have guys like that, I, I think eventually you're going to experience success at, you know, at one point or another. And so we really try to focus on that. So everyone uh, that, that'll be coming in, you know, they're going to be talented. If not, we probably wouldn't be recruiting them. <laughs> but um, at not. the end of the day, you know, we, we want high character, tough kids who are about the right things. And we have a saying in our program that better people make better Broncos. And better people make better Bronco like that. We really live by that. And and it ends up, you know, making everyone in our program better because of it. So you do have some already, some red shirts on that that didn't play this year. And we have one of the kids we see see in the sidelines all the time. He's really tall and really, really thin, (laughs) really thin. Yeah. And so some of those guys that are already on campus are, are looking all right. And Yep, they're yeah. working hard. We'll, uh, like I said, we've kind of got started with some workouts and some open gym and pickup games Good. this week and Good. just going to keep trying to get better day by day. So, so you got these, uh, and we'll get talking about FCA here in a minute too, but now that i got a basketball coach with me, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of in hog heaven as a, as a radio guy, you <laughs> yeah. know, because this is kind of my area. But 
so you you got these three great great big guys, 6'10", 6'11", 6'10", you know, big guys. And so obviously it, it was interesting watching the development and the coaching of those because one day one guy plays a whole bunch and the next day the other guy plays a whole bunch and one guy doesn't play as much and the rhyme or reason. What? How does that work in the psyche of a coach when you're trying to figure out who plays what, when, and how? Is it determined by who you're playing and the and the staff you're playing? I mean, the players you're playing against, or is it how they operated in in practice that week, or how they performed in the games prior? I mean, what makes the difference in why one player just is not somebody all the time the same person? Yeah. That, that's a great question. Um, I think one thing, it, it's always going to be team-specific. Like this year, whether it was our big guys or other kids on our team, we had different guys that could step up on different nights. One one night, now Chandler Hutchison was obviously probably our most consistent, most talented player. Oh, yeah. But one night, Paris Austin could, could go get 20. The next night, Nick Duncan could go get 20 for us. And so we got to know our team. You really got to know your individuals and what they're doing. But then going with big guys, um, I think what you hit on the head is knowing who you're playing, like matchup-wise. We had maybe a bigger, stronger, a little bit slower post player sometimes. Well, he was a way better matchup for Team A. And then Team B, we might need a you know a Zach Haney, a longer, more athletic, more mobile post player there. And then also sometimes, like if anyone had the answer, we'd probably all be millionaires. But sometimes you, you don't know who's going to show up. If uh, you got to go with the guy who's playing well, who's producing the most. And at the end of the day, one guy in the first half has five rebounds. The other one only has one. Well, you're probably going to leave that guy out there a little bit longer who has more rebounds or who's finishing better at the basket and so it's also a feel thing you know that night how the situation's going how the tempo how the speed of the game's going but um we really had a well-rounded group and I think that's what made us great is that our our sum was better than our parts and when you have teams that do that like San Antonio Spurs are a big team day in day out that do things like that when when, when our sum is better than our parts you know we're, we're going to have success on the court well you guys used a lot of players you played a lot of players and so everybody, I mean, so many players got in every game. And so the experience level was, was amazing. And this one guy came on. And, uh, I would have had this down if I'd known it was – I was thinking I was having the women's uh, assistant coach in today. <laughs> so my mindset was there. So I'm, I'm having to scramble in my mind real quick. But as I'm thinking about the team, I'm thinking about some of these players that came in. And you had this one guy late in the season who had come in and just was – he was a bigger guard – and he would he'd slash to the hoop and he yeah. hit a three nine. Alex Alex Hobbs. Alex Hobbs. Yeah, exactly. What it was yeah. Yeah, he really took a, took us by storm watching some of his games. Like I saw the talent because I heard I read about his talent. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden you started seeing, and you guys are developing these guys and getting them in their roles, and their roles are contributing just exactly. Yeah, you know what you want them to contribute. I mean, you know, to the best of their abilities and your abilities. To get them in, and uh, I, I think it's it's just fun to kind of to see all the all that uh, mesh together. I mean, then you guys went to the big tournament, yeah, you know, and uh, that was uh, over there in in Nevada. I mean, the the Mountain West tournament, and you know, played pretty well. Then you got into the NIT, yeah, you know, and then kind of ran into a buzzsaw. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we we played in the Mountain West tournament, probably played the best. Um, 
um, or, or faced San Diego State, and it was the best they had played all year. It so was, they put I it agree. on us. So, yeah, they played really, really well. And uh, we were really proud of our guys for making the NIT. That's, yes. you know, one of the major college bet that in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, we had 10 freshmen and sophomores. So we had this really young, inexperienced group where we were picked fifth place in some polls, seventh place in some polls, and we ended up finishing third playing in a major postseason tournament. And then to go to Utah and be able to win a tough game on the road to play it's a Pac-12 school in the NIT. You know, we got a huge win for these young guys, for guys like Chandler and Paris Austin, Marcus Dickinson coming back. But then um, – Went to Illinois and we were down two starters. You know that that really hurt us. And we thought we could have beat that team. We we played them tough till about ten minutes ago and ran out of gas. Couldn't make a shot. Couldn't make a three in the second half. And um, ended up being you know something we're really really proud of our guys about. We 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 would have liked to play those guys at full strength. Obviously, yeah. everyone always does. But that's part of the game. Those are things you can't control. Yeah. Those are injuries happen to every team. Knock on wood, they didn't happen to us too much. But uh, we we had a really good group and we we're really really proud of our guys for coming along. This this year well the season uh, was tremendously surprising nobody that i know of anticipated what was to happen and uh, man i just loved going to games and watching watching you guys uh, uh play at a, at a high level i mean it was it was certainly amazing in utah you guys really put it together but you said it right at san diego state i mean they 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 played like they were predicted to play at the start of the season <laughs> they hadn't played that way all year long and all of a sudden what is with these guys you yeah. know yeah you gel at the right game you know and then all of a sudden great quote coaching quote they've always said for a long time is that uh it's not about who you play it's about when you play them <laughs> that's right so yeah no yeah. i agree with that and how's your schedule look for next year um, you know what? We're, we're still piecing that together. It's right. not completely finalized. Okay. Yeah, those things don't get done till the summer, but we'll, we'll still have some big games. We'll play at Oregon again. We'll play at SMU. You know, we beat SMU at our place, and they ended up being ranked yes. top 15 in the country. So we're going to go their place. So we're, we're always going to play a tough schedule. We're always going to play big games. We're going to be on TV a lot, and we, we want our program to be you know on that level, and we want recruits to know that and our kids to know that. Well, speaking of unbelievable game, you guys – came inches away from beating Oregon no, at Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. Those, inches away. You had I mean that game was yeah, I, I boy, that was something else. Yeah, you know, the, and obviously they made the final four this year. We exactly. we lost to them by five points, you know, two yeah. possession game at their place and What's exciting is that we got a whole bunch of these guys coming back with the the culture we started to build, the standards we started to set. We got you know most of our team coming back, and, and we get to build upon those things. It's going to be awesome. Hey, I'm <laughs> going to take a hard break here and thank our sponsors real quick uh, and uh, go from there, Phil. Uh, thank you, Mike Verdon Auto Center, RV, and Auto Sales. Thank you for your support. You're just uh, tremendous for the FCA and for the Treasure Valley. And you can get a hold of them at 376-0451 or visit them at 2653 East Fairview Avenue. And uh, like I said, I've got my last two cars there. And I tell you what, I just uh, love how they treat me. Hall and Associates, former Boise State football coach Skip Hall and his son Skip run this great organization that deals with financial services, uh, deals with asset management. It helps you with your money. They'll help your money grow. And uh, they also have some leadership uh, meetings and Skip actually he's I'm having him at my church leading a leadership men's breakfast here in May. But you get a hold of them at 871-8448, 871-8448. And Jim's well drilling. If you need a well drill, do you have well dr- drilling questions? Get a hold of Jim at 870-0733, 870-0733. And if you want a good cup of coffee, you go over to Awakenings Coffee Shop, five mile in Overland, because uh, they just they have some great coffee over there. 
It's a great place just to spend some time also. So thank you for our sponsors. Thank you for FCA Idaho and Ken Lewis. And speaking of FCA Idaho, we have uh, the summer camp coming up. And on the 26th of uh, June, it is a great camp for your kids. Get them involved. Go to fcaidaho.org and check them out, fcaidaho.org. Well, folks, I'm with Phil Beckner, and he is a boys' assistant basketball coach at Boise State under Coach Leon Rice and been sharing with us some great stuff. I mean, this is uh, this has got to be a highlight week for you guys listening to hear all this stuff about Boise State basketball because we know how big it is in the Treasure Valley. So you've got also involved, uh, you know a little bit about Fellowship of Christian Athletes. How How's that come about? Absolutely. You know, it's uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes been a big part of my life. I, uh, I got involved with it when I was in high school. So we had a huddle leader come out in Arizona. And then uh, I went to the camps you're talking about. I went to the camps every summer as a, as a basketball player for my last two years of high school. Then when I was in college, I actually came back um, during the summers and served as a huddle leader myself. So I've been really, really involved in FCA. And then every you know school I've been to, um, always wanted to connect with our representatives in the area and the people that come out on campus and talk to our athletes. So, um, and, and one of the, my biggest mentors in my life was through FCA. He was our uh, West Valley representative that took care of FCA um, in the West Valley of Arizona. Now he's actually the, the director of FCA in Arizona, Brian Beltramo. So coming out to camp, he's actually came out and you know saw me sometimes in the summer with some of the players I work out. Tremendous person, tremendous influence in my life. And um, you know me as a coach, me personally with my faith, uh, faith FCA has just been a huge impact on me, and uh, and I wanted to continue to impact more kids and the players I coach, and you know, kids in the area. That's so neat knowing we have Christian coaches. I mean, I it just it thrills me when I hear of a coach and and not knowing your background at all. And in fact, nobody even told me about you until I saw you on the list. <laughs> and I so I thought, and, I, and then I, again, I got confused. I it's, they said women's, but but uh, it's so neat to know that we have some great coaches in the. Uh, and at Boise State that are Christian. I've interviewed several of them in different sports over the years, and it's been awesome, uh, awesome, because, you know, you guys' influence is big. People see who it's about. They know who you are, and they, you know, and I always tell my church, you know, to be a living witness is, is living your day every day out for the Lord. And FCA has had touched many lives, especially in the sports world. When I, I was on the board of FCA for eight years, and we started, we only had two huddles here in Treasure Valley. Now we have over 80. And Ken wow. Lewis is doing such a phenomenal job. The man is a man of God that's that's amazing, a man of God, and so excited about uh, what he's doing. But I'm so excited, Phil, about you and your background there and, and, and going to the Westland College. That's pretty good. Was it a real Westland College? Um, somewhat, yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure everyone has different dif- de- different definitions of that, but yeah. it was. You know, we, we had to take certain classes. Yeah. You know, there were chapels and, you know, things yeah. like that. But um, it, it, it was a great experience going out there to Kansas Westland. And you were a guard. I was a guard, yep. Yep. Were you a point guard or a shooting guard? I was a shooting guard, so I could shoot the basketball a little yeah. bit. Yep, yep. Yeah. Still, wasn't the most athletic guy, wasn't the most talented guy, so I you know, played at a smaller level there. But, um, yeah, d- definitely enjoyed my experience. Well, I can tell you this. If you play college anywhere these days, you're in the top 1%. I mean, you've you got to be a great athlete. You can't get on it. You know, I, I went to George Fox University, and and I have a, there's, a little, there's a little school in Portland that I was on the board at for a while called Warner Pacific College, and so – you know, I, you know, you nowadays these guys. I watch these athletes; they're they're phenomenal. I mean, they're just, you know. And then then to see where you're at Boise State, then you got to step up. I mean, you got these guys that are better than 
better than the best. I mean, yeah. they're just tremendous. I, I think that's what most, you know, average fans don't realize is, is the amount of work and discipline and dedication, whether it's at a small level or high level. You know, you got Gonzaga and, and North Carolina playing in the NCAA tournament. How much dedication and work and, you know, effort those kids put into being a student athlete. That, I mean, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time, a lot of def, uh, dedication. There's a lot of ups and downs, you know, and, and we, we expect a lot of our guys at Boise State on and off the court. We want them to be you know, great people off the court. We want them to be great players on the court. And being great isn't for everybody. It, no, it's hard, it, and uh, you got to make tough decisions and, and you know and do tough things. Well said. No, it, it, you, you sell out. Even in high school, when I coached varsity boys basketball. Uh, it's just it's a sellout. Even you're you're just so caught, tied up with that because you, you want to be competitive. You want to be the best. You want to learn about the other team. You want to know how to handle those people. Well, we just finished the NCAA finals, and I was court rooting for Gonzaga because I think I told you Christy Van Tolgos, our church, and her sister is the wife of Mark Few. So we were, in fact, Christy was down there for the, yeah. and we were just rooting for Gonzaga. To, in fact, I think your coach was down there too. Wasn't yeah, he? he worked for Mark Few for yeah. uh, quite a while. And he yeah. was, I think he went to the Final Four. And, yeah. Yeah, so I was disappointed they lost. I did a survey in church last Sunday. You know, I said, how many of you are rooting for North Carolina? I had like three. <laughs> yeah. And everybody else was God's eye. Was That's an, awesome. It was an amazing thing, but uh, it was fun to watch. Well, I'm going to thank our sponsors one more time. We're in the last couple minutes of the show. Again, I'm with Phil Beckner, assistant basketball coach, Boise State. So thrilled that he's on with me today. But uh, again, thank Mike Verdon Auto Center for all his uh, support. I mean, get in and get an RV or a automobile over there at 2653 East Fairview, phone number 376-0451. Holland Associates, you know you want financial services, you need to grow your money, you want to get a hold of Skip and his uh, son Chris, they've got some solutions, 871-8448. And of course, you need a well drill, you get a hold of Jim, Jim's well drilling at 870-0733. And you need a good cup of coffee or a good uh, tea or whatever it might be, or you want some Good cinnamon rolls. Man, you stop by Awakening's Coffee Shop, buy a mile in Overland, and they'll take care of you. But, folks, uh, thank you and support our sponsors, and thanks to Ken Lewis and FCA Idaho. Well, I'm going to wind down here with uh, Coach Phil Beckner, and um, certainly appreciate uh, Coach being on with us today and excited to watch him, excited for your future, too. I can, I can tell you this, you're a, certainly a well-spoken man. I mean, you're about as well-spoken as anybody I've ever had on this show. And I, and I, I can see how... Yeah, you're going to be a great head coach with your knowledge and with the, how you speak, and and I'm excited to see the future. I maybe you'll have many years here in Boise. I hope you do. I hope you have many years here in Boise, and back stay a long, long time, and then you can just take over. Hey, then we'll just we'll just move. We'll transition that. You know. Well, I, I appreciate those kind words. That that's humbling. It, it really is because I know I, I've heard about you guys and your reputation, what you do here with the channel and everything, and. Um, I appreciate you having me out, but I, I really appreciate being at Boise. You know, the opportunity Great. to work for a guy like Leon Rice. I love it out here. I, I bought two mountain bikes, you know, oh, like, nice. like being around. And, and, and the people here, the church, I've tried, you know, a few different churches out here, yeah. just uh, FCA guys, you know, Pablo and Ken, yeah. like you've talked about. It's uh, This is truly a special place. And so I'm humbled by your words. I, I really appreciate that. But I think there's, you know, a lot more impact we can make in this valley and a lot, lot more we could do for each other. Absolutely. And, you know, God's working in a powerful way and I'm glad he's working your life I'm glad he's opened up doors uh, for you and and I know the future certainly is bright and can't wait to watch Boise State next year by the way folks get out there and get your season tickets would you don't be lollygagging <laughs> around because they're going to be great to watch they were so fun to watch this year and uh, we need to fill that we need to fill Taco Bell Arena 
So get out there and, and get your tickets, and then you can see Phil and say, hey, I heard I heard you on the radio, and know that uh, you got a good guy out there helping coach those kids and uh, and can relate with them, and, and that's kind of that's a neat thing. So, so Phil, uh, bless you a bunch, and again, thank you for taking time to be with us. And if you see Justinian Jessup, tell him you met a shirt-tail relative of his. <laughs> but I'll meet him sometime. I'll I go will. Down there come, come by sometime. We'll, we'll get you out yeah, there. Yeah, I got a, a few, quite a few. He, he's becoming a fan favorite. He's yeah. super quiet, but a lot of people like him. He's a great kid, really, really hard worker. I so, love his yeah. style. Yeah, I love good his player. style. Yeah, it's player. just amazing. But the but the whole team is amazing. Coach Rice is amazing. I mean, yeah. the guys. He's done phenomenal things here. We're very proud of what he's doing, too. And I'm sure the other associates are great. Well, anyway, folks, uh, we're out of time. And thank you for listening to The Heart of the Athlete. And tune in next week, and we'll have somebody else on the air. Lord bless you. Have a great day.